Hello and good afternoon, Xbox Nation. Welcome to this week's new episode of Xvlog Live. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And folks, I'm super stoked because today we are spending 70 plus minutes talking about the Marcus Phoenix collection, our thoughts, our theories. We're also going to be talking about Gears of War 6 or Gear 6. When is that coming? What are the expectations that it's going to be releasing using Unreal Engine 5? What can the Coalition bring to this franchise that is considered a third pillar in what is holding the Xbox box up from, from the heavens? But I am even more stoked, folks, because I get a chance to, sh to sit down with Shadows he is a Gears of War fanatic. <laughs> it is his bread and butter. Hey. He's He has 93,000 subscribers on YouTube. He has 34,000 followers on Twitch. And he is a coalition Gears of War partner. What's going on, dude? First time you're hey. making your appearance here. How the heck are you, man? Welcome. Y'all doing great, man. That was very, very professional. And I, even, even, even with the intro, and I was boogieing <laughs> along with the uh, with the music right there. But yeah, uh, uh, I, I'll just quickly introduce myself. So yeah, my name is Lee, or known as Shadows in the Gears of War community. I've been playing Gears of War since Emergence Day, day one, November 2006. 17 years of Gears action. Uh, I started creating Gears of War content back in 2012. Uh, just off the uh, come off of the announcement of Gears Award Judgment. And uh, the reason I got into this whole thing was because I used to be a viewer uh, watching Gears Award videos, like just as a kid growing up, never had an account. I just used to have to search up people's usernames and then find their channels to watch their videos. And uh, nobody was really talking about Gears Award Judgment being announced with like sort of like gaming news and, you know, talking about like characters, weapons and stuff like that. So I was like, as a viewer, that's what I wanted to watch. And I was like, nobody's doing it. So I thought I'll create a channel myself, get into it, and start go. videos doing that. And yeah, here we are. Like, uh, what is it now? Like, uh, yeah, 11 years later, man. I can't believe it. Um, so yeah, I've been uh, I've been creating Gears of War videos for yeah, 11 years, live streaming Gears of War for eight years. And uh, it's pretty much the only game I play. And I just, I just absolutely love it, man. Well, listen, you've been doing the good work, uh, and, uh, and we're happy to have you here because obviously this entire sh this entire episode is dedicated to, of course, Gears of War, and why hey. wouldn't it be, right? Like, look, folks, there's something to be said about when you look at Xbox and you take a real deep look at to what made this platform special, going all the way back to, like, the uh, the Xbox 360 specifically, well, Gears of War is at the tip of the spear, so to speak, when it comes to what this, what Xbox had that Nintendo doesn't, and certainly what uh, is lacking in PlayStation land. One of the things that that jumps off the page is very story-driven, adult-themed content told for single-player or multiplayer when you when talk about co-op this is something that defined the xbox 360 generation and one of the things i found fascinating even all the way back then was the story that was being told it wasn't just a, a dude bro yeah shooter, he's gonna say that yeah the dude bro right? <laughs> the dude bro shooter like that that's what the box was known for shadows here's the thing with gears 
right? We've seen Gears one, two, and three. Yeah, we've seen you know we've seen the one that uh the, the, that was done by people uh, can fly. Judgment. You, yeah, Judgment that a lot of people didn't dig. I happen to really like it, but it was a bit of a it straight away from what you were traditionally known uh for. You know what Gears was traditionally known for. Yeah, it's very much a like sort of arcadey approach to, to gears of war to, yeah. to try and get the game to become a bit more mainstream but they kind of they kind of changed too much of the core formula to, yep. to what gears of war is and that's where a lot of people just didn't really take interest in that game and it's fine uh like i said you play it don't play it um but what i want to focus on uh specifically with you is a couple of weeks ago I had made mention live on the show that I had spoken to someone that acts that knows for a fact that the Marcus Phoenix collection does in fact exist. Woo! Now, this is information that was relayed to me. Now, I do have more tidbits about what is going on with this collection that I am not comfortable with putting out into the ether because I was asked not to. So to protect my source and to and and to keep my integrity as a content creator, I'm kind of holding off on that. But I do know that the collection does in fact exist, and that is a really big deal because many years ago, if you remember, and I don't know if you know him, Special Nick, on the other side of uh, the uh, the other side the, of the world, the man the, down under, yeah, the man down under, <laughs> and he's a part of an amazing podcast known as Xbox Era. Yeah. He broke this story two years ago. And everyone has kind of been like yourself. You, you know, you we were talking in the green room. You, you, you want to believe it's real, but there's yeah. been no inklings. There's been no, you know, we don't, we haven't seen screenshots. We haven't seen any gameplay. Yeah. It's kind of just been talked about in back alleys. Because the sort of like exact history of it is like, um, I'm that much of a Gears of War fan that on my channel, if you go back to 2014, when the day of at the Xbox show, when they made the announcement for the Halo Master Chief collection, I literally made a video on that day in 2014. And I was like, Halo collection, cool. What about Gears of War? Where's the Gears of War collection? I literally <laughs> made a video talking about a Gears of War collection all, all those years ago back then. Because uh, this, this was obviously before, um, I think it was the following year that backwards compatibility came to the Xbox One console. So obviously at that point, being a Gears of War fan on an Xbox One day one, like we couldn't play Gears of War. We had to go back on our Xbox 360, you know? So that was my like thinking straight away. It was like, all right, cool. Like they're going to obviously bring a Halo sort of like collection experience to the Xbox gamers today. Like as Gears of War fans, like what, why can't we get something like that? So that's why for me, it's like, because I've been talking about it for so long, it's hard to believe it would ever actually become a reality. And uh, yeah, as you say, like there hasn't really been any sort of inkling or reference or, or anything from the coalition side like originally back in 2015 ish when there was rumors of it was either a gears of war collection or a gears of war remaster which we obviously knew turned out to be gears of war ultimate edition um rod ferguson actually came out back then and was like look guys like there's no marcus phoenix collection because uh, obviously they hadn't announced yet that they were obviously remaking just the original with with Gears of War Ultimate Edition. So there's always been that one, that interest, that need for a Gears of War collection for all these years and years and years, especially in the Gears of War community, simply just looking at what Halo got and being like, well, like, why can't we get what Halo are getting as, as Gears fans, you know? Um, so since then, there hasn't really been anything else on like an, an, an official term. Because uh, we got the Gears of War remake with Ultimate Edition Corn, and obviously the years have gone by, and there's never been like 
sort of like references or, or mentions of like, oh, they, they're going to do it for the second one as an individual project, but um, we'll just have to wait and see, I guess. So, well, here's my question to you, Shadows. Okay. It, when you now, we all, I think everyone would lose their shit yeah. if it turns out that there was a Master Chief collection level game being built for years. I mean, it is one of the three pillars that, like I said in the opening, kind of hold up the Xbox. It's known yeah. for Gears, Halo, and Forza. Now, obviously, they've kind of shaken that a little bit because we know so many games are coming out and so so many games are going to be, you know, very, very uh, unique in their own way, but they're going to be gorgeous and they're going to be using Unreal Engine 5 and they're going to be new IP, kind of like Clockwork Revolution, obviously Perfect Dark. You have, you know, uh, old IPs being revisited in Fable. So my Microsoft right now, specifically if you look to 2024, their lineup could logistically consist of four to six big AAA games. My question to you is, as a diehard Gears fan who has been covering this since Emergence Day <laughs> and has built his entire channel on it, what are you personally looking for in a Marcus Phoenix collection? What does it have to do for, for, for the weight to be worth it, so to speak? Uh, I would say, like, Probably most importantly, sort of like bringing together a, a unified Gears of War experience that not only celebrates and recognizes the achievements of the original trilogy, because if you look at gaming across the whole, for as long as it has existed, you could probably say the original Gears of War trilogy of games is, is so definitely up there uh, from a story, from a narrative, from a gameplay perspective. And obviously, as, as the Xbox generations have continued and we saw the super successful Xbox 360 generation where obviously Gears of War began. And then we've had the Xbox One generation, which obviously was a little bit more lackluster. And now we're into the, the next gen already with the Xbox Series consoles. As the Xbox continues to grow as a, as a, as a platform, as, as a brand, as an ecosystem, obviously there's going to be a lot more people coming in. And so I feel like that is obviously the, the biggest part of why it would be important to see a Gears of War collection to obviously be able to introduce Gears of War to a lot more people out there that may ne necessarily never heard of of Gears before. Um, and it would be obviously the, the best time to get into it right now if they were able to be given the original Gears of War games, but with all of the modern technology that we have today, whether it be the Unreal Engine 5, um, Unreal, yeah, Unreal, 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 Unreal Engine 5, um the thing like uh dedicated servers because like the old gears yeah. games are, are at a point where like the multiplayer and the, the games like they look good but the multiplayer definitely struggles because of like the lag and host advantage and it's not really playable so um being able to be given a a, a fully fledged ue5 remake of the original gears games with with dedicated servers and um maybe even incorporating sort of like the idea of uh, including content that was never in the original games, such as like things such as uh, whether it be cut stuff that was originally designed yes. back in the day that never made it into the game, uh, which could obviously range from from other playable characters. Like there's a bunch of uh, AI in the campaign. Like for example, uh, even going back to like Gears One, you got like the Stranded, and you got Stranded characters like Chaps and Franklin, and like they're walking around in the game. So like they must have obviously been built but they were never given to the player, right? So that opportunity of 
bringing back the old Gears games, but with a bunch of new content that was never in the original games from the characters to maybe even maps or maybe even modes. Like, I know when Microsoft acquired the Gears of War franchise, they basically went to Epic and Epic just gave them everything. Every single every single thing they had at Epic Games, they handed over to, to, to the Coalition. So like all of the original sort of like development trees of the original games and they probably got a bunch of goodies that have never seen the light of day and yep. they could obviously bring those to, to to a unified gears of war collection experience to to, to boost up the game and, and and bring more content than ever before yeah that i agree uh and you know you made something you made mention of something i found interesting uh you know with, with when you have these studios building these games they 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 start out and just having conversations. They make their way to storyboards. They then they make that uh, that artwork a reality where it becomes code. And just like film shadows, a lot of the uh, the ambition uh, when it comes to these games sometimes become overwhelmingly massive. And sometimes uh, there is a requirement of kind of trying to scale it down for it to fit for what would be considered a game. Yeah. And you you mentioned the words cutting room floor. Yeah. This is something that happens in film. It happens in music, right? We know that for a fact. And it happens in gaming. And I think well, if you remember when they remade uh Gears 1 in the Ultimate Collection, there was that entire mission uh, uh that was completely taken off out of the 360 but put on PC yeah. because they just didn't have the room for it. And then finally when it came to console, we were able to play that mission which was epic. Yeah, the uh, the Brumac fight. The, yeah, the Brumac fight. Yeah, and that was, I mean, again, it 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 was it was big enough where it was too big for the 360, uh, and eventually was put on PC. But eventually, uh, ultimate well, ultimately, well, made it to the ultimate collection. Yeah. Um, and I have, I'm, I'm wondering if that's something because Gears of War trilogy is, in my opinion, when you look at gaming, is probably like one of the tip top of the trilogies available. Like you people, you'll you'll argue with people. So people will tell you, well, the Mass Effect trilogy might be better. Yeah. And I'm not here gonna, I'm not even here to argue <laughs> with I love both of them. But when you consider trilogies, by far Gears really is the standout. And what it yeah. did back on a 360 all those years ago is astounding. Um, and uh, I would love, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if there is room uh, uh, for you know in, in dev time for the coalition to do a monster-sized Halo Master Chief collection uh, for you know for Gears. I'd love it, and I think it would be brilliant to have that many maps, that many characters, that many uh, you know games in one place. But I think that when you look at because, like I said, four and five. You know they they they're released on newer hardware, yeah. um, and uh, you know obviously Judgment doesn't it, it it still doesn't resonate with a lot of people. People like don't, some people don't even count that it exists. Yeah, That's yeah, fine no, if you no. don't. <laughs> I, I get it, folks. So like, but you know, it's it is what it is. Judgment actually did a really good job with um, sort of expanding the universe and introducing a lot of like very very interesting story lore. Yep. That, um has even like sprinkled into obviously Gears 5 with the, the character Garen Paddock. Like, he was introduced in Judgment as part of Kilo Squad, Baird's old squad, uh, being a ex-UIR sort of commander. 
And obviously he shows up in Gears 5. So it's like if if you haven't played Judgment, you, you definitely have missed a bit of you know. You wouldn't have known who he that. was. Yeah. Because Gears of War's story is, is is so so well done. And I feel like still to this day, like as you were saying earlier, with, with, with the Gears of War story narrative, like a lot of people think it's just like oh, these dude bros walking around, like high-fiving each other and just like <laughs> flexing on the locusts, and it's like the Gears of War lore is without a doubt probably one of the most in-depth story narratives in gaming out there. Like once you start to peel back the layers and like if you really the, the biggest rabbit hole you need to go down is just looking at the origins of the locusts. And once you really get into the sort of like locust civilization and the way that they were created, and you've got like the rift worms and the, the locust religion there and the whole hierarchy, like there's there's so much more to the Gears of War story than a, a lot of people are under the impression. Um yeah, you're you're hundred percent right. Uh, there is layers, uh, and it is a lore that is as deep, maybe even deeper than Halo. Uh, that yeah. has not been, uh, you know, examined and brought out. Because remember, again, the trilogy is what it was. Uh, it was very popular. It defined what the Xbox 360 was. It it, it was it was a part of the dude bro you know conversation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, it, it it would be. I, I just think that when you consider the future of where Xbox is currently going, uh, and this is this is the interesting part, why I think a trilogy of remake, uh, those remakes do very well these days. All you have to do is look at the success of, let's say, for instance, Resident Evil 2 remake. Yeah. Now, Resident Evil 2 remake made a ton of money uh, for Capcom. And they're still very traditional in the sense where they make a game, they put it on multiple boxes, and they sell their wares. And their success is dependent on selling these uh, these 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 wares on a PlayStation 5, on a PC, and on an Xbox. The difference here with Gears of War, specifically this particular Gears trilogy that is that you know is eventually going to be released. Microsoft doesn't have to sell X amount copies to be profitable. Yeah. They want to sell you their service for $16.99 a month. Yeah, the game and it is the best. <laughs> yeah, no, but it, I mean, again, I there, if there's a if there is some sort of an ultimate. You know, uh, let, let's say, for instance, there's a like a, a collector's edition of sorts, like yeah. in, in, right in front of me. And I, I put it on the socials. I have a Lancer that came from Amazon of all yeah. places that had the gears. I think it was gears one special edition. And it came with a Lancer. I got my my cog tags hanging off of it. My, I think it might brilliant. have been gears two. Yeah, I think it was gears or two. It maybe. was gears two. OK, yeah. so, yeah. And I, I wind up getting that from Amazon. And every time I show it to people, people are like, where did you get the, that from? Uh, the gray one? The gray one? The, the gray one with the blood all over it. It's it's the one yeah. with the blood all over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah on the chainsaw bit, yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, you can even see behind me. I don't know if you see, but I have, like, my whole setup is basically filled with Gears of War collector's items. Nice, like, uh, nice. This one right here is a Gears of War Ultimate Edition, limited edition themed Xbox One. Uh, oh, there's wow. only six, six of these in the world, yeah. And you have um, one of them. There you go. Yeah, this was originated man. from uh, San Diego's Comic-Con giveaway. Uh, I think it was 2015 Whoa. when they did those like 20 Xbox collections where they had like all the different types of games for the different types of Xbox Ones. Um, so I know, yeah, I've got one right here. There's one at the Coalition. 
I think there's one in Germany, a massive Gears of War collector in Germany. So the other three are somewhere around the world. But yeah, like that's the thing about Gears of War as well. Like Gears of War merchandise and, and Gears of War items, like that, it really is such a big, big part of the game or, or the franchise Gears of War. Like, like Gears is it's much more than just the games. It's like the whole culture around the, the franchise. And as you were saying about the Resident Evil games, like the thing that the original Gears of War games, especially that original trilogy have, is like they, they kind of sell themselves of just being so iconic in itself. Like still to this yep. day, even if, with with how great and successful Gears of War 4 and Gears 5 have been in their own rights, still to this day, I have people that come up to me and come in the, in the live streams or talk on YouTube videos like, oh, just Gears of War 3 is my favorite. Or I, I absolutely loved Gears of War 1, 2 and 3. Like I love the original trilogy. So like, yes, yeah, still to this day, like there's, there's people that are just, even if even if we have new gears games like the next gears game with with gear six that come out at some point in the future there will still be people that are like yeah like the original gears of war trilogy is still like my absolute favorite and so it kind of it kind of sells itself yeah it does it does uh i think what we uh, are on the cusp of uh, especially like w- when when you hear that what what xbox is trying to do right and you've heard phil spencer talk about this they're trying to uh, attract 3 billion gamers and they're going to do that because now they're in mobile and mobile is going to be a big thing for them. Um, but gear six eventually is going to be released. Now we'll talk about that in the second half of the show. Yeah. We, you, you and I have an idea of when we think that's going to happen. Um, but I think, and I've said this before in a world where Xbox game pass exists, where they're not uh, dependent on selling X amount of copies because they're going to lose money. They're, they're more concerned about getting subscription services, people to subscribe, because they're gonna, may, may, maybe they were Xbox 360 fans, and then when the PlayStation 4 yeah. and Xbox One era came, you know, Microsoft made a lot of mistakes, and people left for, for, for Sony, and they haven't been back to Xbox. And this is, it, you, again, I'm, I'm only speculating, but this could be one of those franchises that if they gave it uh, a, a Resident Evil 2 new coat of paint and they added some missions that might have been you know taken off because of of size capabilities on the xbox 360 it would be considered new content but it would be content that people wouldn't have to spend 7643 here in new york for a game they simply just go and they pay their 16.99 a month for their subscription and it's in that service so you see sony right now if you again i want to talk sony because you got you talk one you got to talk the other (laughs) Sony is in a bit of a pickle because they are uh, falling short of what they expected Spider-Man 2 to sell. They've only sold uh, 6 million copies, and they needed to sell X amount of copies to be profitable. And it it doesn't look like they're going to hit that, at least for the remainder of the year. And that's a big problem. Uh, And that's why they are, you know, again, we talked about it last night, Primetime Gaming. There's new documents, eternal documents that come out with Sony that there may be some massive layoffs at Insomniac, even though Spider-Man 2 is highly reviewed. It was it, it, it was it, it was accepted by the public as being a real proper sequel, but it didn't sell like they expected it. So this is this is where I go right back to Gears of War. A Gears of War trilogy. Uh, if you want, if you want this franchise to continue, especially to a new audience shadow. You got to reintroduce what Gears of War was, yeah, and yeah. I think there's a real opportunity here to put out a trilogy 
to give it the TLC that it deserves. It's a franchise that deserves respect. It does. It deserves to be treated as if it is special because it still is. And I think that if we can get a Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3, 4 even, or even you take a look at what they did with uh, Final Fantasy uh, 7, those remakes stand out because they're special. They took iconic IP and they gave it these gorgeous coat of paint and everyone wanted to play because it was new. It is, And I think they can do that here with Gears Trilogy. Yeah, the uh, like the Gears of War collection would be something that I feel like a lot of players that played that original trilogy that did move over to PlayStation last gen, that would be the monster that they would see announced or if that were to happen and they would be like, holy shit, like, I've got to come, I gotta come back. Like, let, let me get that Xbox Series S, you know, if, it's, if, if there's no Xbox Series X in stock, like, I've got, I got to come back for it. Yeah. Um, is is a is an avid Gears of War fan? Like I would say, like my expectation for obviously a Gears of War collection would be, uh, like I was saying earlier, just the idea of of preserving the original trilogy with a new lick of paint, with the with the new technology we have available today, uh, but but more so preserving what made the original trilogy stand out yep. in a sort of like unified experience that can be enjoyed and celebrated, as you say, with the power of Xbox Game Pass and not having to purchase the game outright. Because I say to people all the time, like a lot of people bring up, oh, maybe like the newest Gears of War games haven't been as successful in terms of selling copies uh, like the original trilogy did. And I obviously always say that Xbox and and, and, and where gaming franchises are, are at today with Microsoft, like it's not really all just about copies sold. It's the idea of having the Xbox Game Pass ecosystem where they can, because I'm an Xbox Game Pass Ultimate member. I haven't I haven't purchased a game in like nine, nine years because I only really play Gears of War, uh, but Xbox Game Pass gave me the uh, option to sort of like have that opportunity to try out games, especially necessarily that I would never, ever even consider. Um, and of course, with how great Xbox does it with with day one releases of all their new games, like I'm not really like a massive gamer anymore. I'm more of like a super hard, hardcore, dedicated Gears of War player. But uh, Game Pass gives me that that freedom to obviously try out these games and obviously an idea of a Gears of War collection releasing on Game Pass, I feel like would just bring so many people to back to the ecosystem that were once there. Um, the idea of of maybe potentially, as you say, like maybe it's a bit more of too much uh, of, a, of an outreach to try and have like free Gears of War campaigns and free multiplayers and all of the other extra bonus content that they could possibly do. Like maybe the idea of, of having a unified experience like would it possibly could it be like a, a unified multiplayer experience and a unified horde mode experience where you can play one version of multiplayer one version of horde mode but then again like which version would they obviously choose right if you go yep. with oh we're going to choose gears free and then people be like oh i missed that gears too i wanted that gears too so it's a bit hard but just the idea of of, of preserving the original trilogy with the new technology um and Xbox really using the success that that made the the Gears of War franchise from where it began to obviously get a bunch more people back to the Xbox ecosystem. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. And, I, and like I said, I, I'm looking forward uh, to what they do next year because obviously, you know, we're talking in the green room. The 20th anniversary of Gears is going to be in 2026. Yeah, uh, and that's you know obviously you know, it, it kind of lines up for Gear Six, but. How we get to Gear 6 is an interesting tale. And uh, I'm going to break that down in a second, but I got to catch up on Super Chats. There's been quite a few of them. First of all, we got a new member. Thank you so much for joining the channel. NM156, 
Thank you for the generosity. Super appreciate that here. Andre Doyle drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, Mr. Boom and panel, let's go gears. At hey. 43, been a huge gears fan. I'm saying Marcus Phoenix, Unreal 5, Engine Remake, launch next year, Gear 6 2025. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I, I have a theory. We're gonna, I'm going to break that theory down, why I think Gear 6 is in 2026. And I'm going to tell you why in a second. Jax82. Drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, I like Gears Judgment. It's kind of like Halo ODST. Very underrated game. I think they should look into doing another one like Hive Busters. I like that. Yes, yeah. I absolutely like that. Uh, and you know that uh, people can fly, you know, suspiciously enough, announced the, uh, a couple of months ago that they are working on a AAA Xbox exclusive. Yeah, what that exclusive that would be is, very interesting. Yeah, I don't know, but it's a triple A game and it is, it, it, they are working exclusively with Microsoft, which is one of the, those are one of the studios I think absolutely have to join Xbox Game Studios at yeah. some point. That's just they, they, that studio is actually outside of Gears of War Judgment. That, that studio has actually had a lot of hands on with, with Gears of War, like they were sort of like a supportive studio for Epic yep. Games throughout all of the Gears of War games. Uh, they were a big part of the original Gears of War 1 PC games for Windows release. Um, they actually were, I think, the, the team behind that made that extra content. And uh, there was a few extra multiplayer maps as well that obviously wasn't on the 360 version that got included with the Gears of War Ultimate Edition release, as you said earlier, with the whole Brimac mission. Uh, but they also did support support work for, for Gears of War 2, Gears of War 3, the, the Gears of War 3 Rum Shadow DLC. Um, and then obviously they were given a, a much bigger sort of role we're going into into gears of war judgment yeah i'm looking forward to seeing what they do i'm a big fan of that studio for sure uh let's see uh jonas the dad drops a very generous five dollars super chat and says 50 million games so 50 million sold games are selling low means scalpers are buying up boxes sales of consoles mean nothing without software sales hit that like button. Thank you, brother. Definitely appreciate that. Yeah. Hit I, that I, like I button. Uh, <laughs> vote. Okay. Uh, Vocaloid HD sub drops a very generous five pounds super chat. Hey, says, English hey, man. <laughs> there you go. Isn't there? Uh, isn't there that fan project called Delta Online? Yes. I think it's Gears Three on PC by fans. It's a yes. super dedicated fan base. I've never I actually can't get heard into that, that a little bit. Yeah. You've never Please. heard of it now. Yeah, no, so basically, no. uh, it's uh, there's two there's two sort of like community driven projects uh, based off uh, the Unreal editor that originally released with Gears of War one on PC. Because um, you could basically Epic and People Can Fly released with the Gears one PC released in 2007, sort of like a customized Gears of War Unreal Engine editor where it included all of the Gears of War assets and, and people could go in and uh, sort of like create their own stuff to then import into the game. Uh, it's basically using that as the base. And uh, there's one project called Project New Hope, which is basically the idea of, of remaking Gears of War 1 as a PC experience um, with additional multiplayer maps and character skins and like a fully like fully like UI overhaul uh, wow. to sort of bring it into the, the, the modernized era. Uh, so there's what, like one small little community team working on that. Uh, and then Gears of War 3 Delta Online is the idea of a possible gears of war 3 pc experience where they're, they're trying to remake gears of war 3 the just the standard retail version 
uh, making it a, a, a playable experience on PC. So no like additional multiplayer maps or, or features and stuff like that. Like just trying to make a, a genuine one-to-one version of, of Gears of War 3, uh, but playable for the PC experience. Now, obviously, I don't know what Microsoft or the Coalition uh, currently think about the, the community projects and whether they ever get the green light, if they're able to be, you know, publicly playable or, or you know, shared around. So I guess we, we get to that road when we get there. Uh, there is a bunch of uh, TC developers following the uh, community project handle, so they definitely know it's it's something that is 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 happening. Um, it's just obviously whether or not if that will be you know something that obviously like legally and stuff like that can can happen. But um, yeah, that just shows pretty much the passion that that Gears of War fans have, man. Like we've been um, sort of obviously waiting for the coalition to make any sort of announcements really officially like the last time we heard anything from tc was in may 2021 when they made their announcement of moving on to unreal engine 5 and next generation development uh for the gears of war franchise like we haven't yep. really had anything since then and obviously by may next year that will mark three years since that moment because they also included as well saying uh oh we won't be making any announcements for quite some time because Gears of War fans have been kind of used to the, the cadence of like, there's there's been a Gears of War release every three years. And obviously the craziest thing now is like, it's been four years since Gears 5 came out and we yeah. haven't had a release, but we haven't even had an announcement. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's interesting times for sure. Like uh, it, it would be really cool to see those community projects happen. But again, as you say, like if there's rumors of a, of a Gears of War collection maybe happening, then... Uh, what does that mean for those projects? And is, is there reason to still have them be a thing when when we could possibly get um, a Gears of War collection? Because obviously um, one of the biggest points would obviously be of, of that happening is to to release those those Gears of War games on, on PC. Because if you go to Steam right now, as as we know how big Steam is, uh, I think the only Gears of War experiences on there is is Gears 5 and Gears Tactics. I don't, I don't even think Gears of War 4 got a Steam release. Uh, I know Gears of War Ultimate Edition didn't because didn't, it was like a Xbox uh, Windows uh, 10 release. Um, so obviously the idea of of like if if you really want Gears of War to be like a a, a saga as it should as it is, yeah. uh, especially for, for for as you say one of the pillars of Xbox, then really like we we need that entire saga playable across as many platforms as possible, especially uh, the PC release. Because fun fact, if if a lot of people may not know that originally. Um, the intention for the Gears of War franchise from the beginning was to release one game on Xbox 360 and then the following year release it on PC. So originally Gears of War 2 and Gears of War 3 were going to release on console release. So Gears 2 in 2009 and then Gears of War 3 in 2012. But what happened was they, they did the first one with obviously Gears of War 1 on the 360 2006. And then the following year they did the, the Gears 1 PC release 2007 because of the state of maybe PC gaming back then and maybe not so popularity of the, the games for Windows Live system, they didn't really see the success that they wanted. So they decided to actually like cancel those plans and um, go with like, that's why they made, if you go look at the Gears of War 2 marketing, they written they really made a point like, oh yeah, this is only exclusively on the Xbox 360. Like you're only going to be able to play Gears of, Gears yep. of War 2 exclusively uh, on the 360. So originally there was going to be a Gears 2 and 3 uh, release on PC, but um it didn't happen then, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe this is the this is the right time. Well, it makes sense, right? I mean, uh, if you if you consider the moves that Xbox is making, right? We, we I mean, again, it, it's very apparent that they that Phil's commentary about trying to, uh, you know, grab the, the 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 you know three billion players 
wasn't going to be just on console. Console is probably of the three the smallest market. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, mobile is ridiculous and PC is ridiculous. It makes sense, especially when you start talking PC, that if they do, uh, or, or should I say, when a Gears of War, because I'm I'm keeping the hope, folks. Like I said, <laughs> I, I, I'm yeah. I'm a will this into fruition. When once that game releases, of course, it's going to release on PC as well as Xbox, and that and that's going to be a big deal, Shadows, because like you said, it's going to be the first time that the Gears of War trilogy finds its way to PC. And yeah. that is going to be huge. There, there are people that are going to eat this game up, and I have I a feeling that you're going to see sales that are going to skyrocket. Um, because remember, everyone knows wh- who Gears of War is. Yeah, right. We know, and maybe a lot of these PC players were Xbox 360 players, but PC, you know, they're, they're a fickle bunch, right? They're the PCMR. They want to play on their giant five thousand dollar rigs. And have all the bells and whistles with ray tracing. And be on Steam, yeah. And be on Steam. (laughs) So there you go. There you go. Look, uh, again, I want to kind of transition over to Gear 6. Because we know that it's coming. But how how the question, Shadows, is how do we get to Gear 6? So here's, here's my chronological order, folks. And again, this is completely speculation town. Which, as you know, I'm co-mayors with uh, Mav, Fun Speculation, and Pong Soul. Where Komei is a speculation town. Right? That, that's where we like <laughs> to that's where we like to roll. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so if I'm a betting kind of a guy, and I know no, I don't don't like to gamble, but I, I I this is this is my thought and theory. And let me know what you think, Shadows. I think next year, at some point, we get a Gears collection. Right? I think it would be foolhardy at least in my opinion, considering how many games that they have in the pipeline. So there's no reason to rush Gears. Gear 6 is going to be special on a multitude of levels. It is going to be Unreal Engine 5. The, I would imagine maybe there is a possibility, because you know, you're know you starting to see that, that, that Microsoft is in, heavily invested in OpenAI. I wouldn't be surprised if OpenAI development starts making its way to first party. That doesn't That wouldn't surprise me in the least. It makes perfect sense. So you say in 2024, we get the Gears of War collection, right? Which is great. And that's and everyone's going to play it. 2026, the 20th anniversary of the franchise, makes perfect sense to launch uh, that Gear 6 in that, that year to make it a giant celebration. So now we have a gap. 2025, what do we put in there? This, my friends is where I think you see a sequel to what's on your screen right now in Hivebusters. That is my theory because this ends, if you played it, and and for me, I don't know about you. I might have to jump in in there with a bit of Gears knowledge, man. (laughs) Yeah, I I play this every December uh, religiously since its release. I, I I, I think it is a fascinating piece of DLC. It is so good. It could literally be its own game. The three characters that you use and the characters you interact with are all Gears related, but far enough away where everything is new and fresh. I absolutely love this. this, uh, I was going to say game, but obviously it's DLC. I love Hive Busters. Uh, I I was playing it this morning, and here you go. I recorded some footage, and I'm going to continue playing after we're done. But what, what are your thoughts into my theory of 
three consecutive years of Gears leading up to the 20th anniversary and getting Gear 6. Yeah, so I'd say firstly, uh, obviously the idea of the Gears of War collection next year would be the absolute dream. Uh, it would be, as we've discussed this whole podcast, so many reasons for people from all over gaming, whether they're Xbox fans, PlayStation fans, PC fans, um, so many reasons for them to obviously pick up a back up on the Xbox platform with a Gears of War collection release. It would be the the perfect way to to not only uh, have um, people playing the original Gears games, but with maybe possibly uh, DLC like support, like they could obviously have maybe uh, the inclusion of, of of remaking just a Judgment campaign, and maybe there's a a, a big major mode from the the current floor like. Just to share a little bit of knowledge, so basically like Gears of War 3 back in the day was planned to actually have four campaign DLC expansions and only Ram Shadow made the cut. Uh, there was going to be a DLC based on the Battle of Old Ephira or Battle of Ephira in the Locust War, which is the actual battle that sends Marcus Phoenix to prison. Like originally there was going to be a Whoa, really, DLC, dude? That's yeah, interesting. DLC based on... I have oh, footage, man. But, um, I have some footage of it, but it was supposed to be originally, yeah, the Battle of Ophira, which was because pretty much the the story narrative lore is that Emergence Day happens, the Locusts come out, and uh, the the humanity obviously do the hammer strikes a couple years in, and it doesn't really work. It definitely impacts the Locust Horde, but they just keep coming, and so humanity sort of retreats to Ophira, which is the capital city of Tyrus and the main sort of like continent country that we've played most of the Gears of War story uh, across. And uh, as 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 the the story went on through the the first like ten years of the Locust War, it was basically the Locusts like sort of taking remnants of the rest of Sarah, slowly creeping their way towards Afira, uh, which is uh, just in front of where the Jacinto uh, city is, where we are in Gears Two, like the whole that whole plateau. And so what the the, the Locusts did was they basically used the Krill to ink the sky. To then kill the humans, take the city, and sort of like move on, and that's what the Ram Shadow DLC is uh, with Velima City. It was basically the idea of Ram using the the Crow Storm to gain access to the city, taking out all of humanity, and, and just forcing them to the Jacinto Plateau. And so, Ephira is is the the actual battle that defines the the, the beginning of the the Gears of War trilogy, with obviously Marcus being sent to prison, because uh, it was kind of explained in one of the books where. Uh, he left his uh, position uh, with the targeting beacon for the Hammer of Dawn. And so he he actually left to go save his father, which is the beginning of what we play in Gears of War 3. And so that's why Hoffman deems him as a traitor, because he was leading his own squad in charge of the Hammer of Dawn uh, targeting weapon at the uh, sort of this main bridge of Ephira that the Locusts couldn't get past while the Hammer of Dawn was active and they couldn't use the Krill. But because Marcus left that battlefield, the, the Locusts were actually able to secure that victory right there, which then leads into the events of, of the original Gears of War games. Um, and then uh, what was the other thing? Uh, oh, yeah, there was also there was another mode that uh, Epic were working on originally in Gears of War 3 called The Hub. And it was the idea of having a home base that would be uh, attacked at nighttime by the Locusts. And in the, in the, in the daytime, you would basically like fortify this base and there would be like missions that you could do where you would go across Sarah and you would do like missions of like, all right, we're going to go uh, rescue the stranded guys or we're going to go recruit these people to come join our base. And we're going to find like ammunition and turrets and stuff to upgrade our base. And then you would do like the missions in the daytime 
you would come back uh, with all of your like rewards and stuff like that. And then you would have to defend against the locust who would then attack your main base at night time. And that was a, a concept that unfortunately got caught. It was that sort of like, like the, you know what that sounds like, dude. The original Fortnite, you remember? Yeah, right? like, yeah maybe, Fortnite, yeah, what? maybe, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was basically like obviously bit. the idea of, of integrating a bit of story narrative with, with Horde and obviously it would have been corroborative, so a bit of multiplayer in there as well. Um so yeah, I, I, I think and then the second half you was talking about the Gears Highbusters, right? Like the idea of maybe doing a follow-up to the Highbuster DLC. Is that what was, you were saying? Yeah, again, so to, unfortunately, to bridge the you gap. know, to cut it to cut it short. So basically <laughs> The, the the high buster dlc on the sort of timeline it takes place during acts between act two and act three of the main gears five campaign right and it's obviously the origins of team scorpio and the mission when kate diaz goes to uh the new hope research facility you know the the same lab that marcus and don went to in gears two um there's a bit of the moment just before you're leaving before the the toxic gas starts that's actually one of the components that uh, makes the venomous bomb that they put together in the High Buster DLC, yeah. um, and the High Buster DLC is actually a prequel to the Gears of War High Buster comic series. So, like, one when, when the High Buster game DLC ends, the Gears of War High Buster comic series is the actual continuation of the story. So, with the way that, like, uh, in the gameplay right here, you're just you know battling the swarm outside the uh, swarm hive, which is on the yep. Mahanu Islands. Um, and then the, the DLC, you know, comes to the end where the characters have figured out, like, okay, like, we, we, we basically have to do this high-busting suicide mission where we get snatched up and we, we get taken to the heart of the hive to destroy it. The DLC ends on that cliffhanger of where they're about to get taken by the, the snatchers, and then it actually picks up instantly in the high-buster comic. So we already have, like, the continuation of their story uh, in the High Buster comic series, so if people are, are fans of of the DLC, they should definitely go check out the uh, the comic series to get a continuation of, of the story of these characters. Uh, but the the the, the, the High Busters are going to play a major, 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 major role. Like the idea of the venomous uh, weapon, which is uh, it's called VM VNM five PO. It's it's basically the new Cogs version of the Hammer of Dawn, like the next the, the next super super weapon created by the humans. Uh, as a way to 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 hopefully have a, a, a fighting chance against a swarm. So um I do think like obviously the idea of the high busted DLC telling a, a smaller story on on Team Scorpio, uh the coalition could definitely do a, a whole a whole like series of like you could call it something like Tales of Gears of War where they they do stuff yes. similar to the High Busted DLC where they they tell smaller stories focused on uh different squads and different sets of characters across the entire timeline. Whether it be the Pendulum Wars, the Locust War, you got the Stranded Insurgency, and then it goes into the Lambent Pandemic. We obviously have the 25 Years of Peace. And like that's the thing about Gears of War that I feel like a lot of people don't realize is that the one thing that Epic Games did, but also the Coalition now do, is they basically have this thing called negative space where they leave intentionally like gaps in the story narrative that can just be filled in later, whether it's 5, 10, 15 years later. And so obviously the idea of like the swarm war where, where it's at currently, like there's been about almost 200 years of story on a timeline for the Gears of War universe already, but we still have like unlimited amount of, of potential for, for where they can sort of like dive into like, we've got obviously the COG characters, but we've got like the whole UIR faction and we never have like their perspective of the Locust War. And 
the UIR basically got absolutely destroyed at the very beginning uh, because they were obviously the, the the locusts were sort of like hiding, knowing that the the, the humans were at war with each other, and they saw the the the, UI, the, the cog one and then the UIR with the losing side, and so they went after them like majorly first. So we can obviously get like a whole perspective from the UIR side, like. I've always talked about the idea after obviously seeing the success of The Last of Us, like the idea of creating like a Last of Us style Gears experience that focuses on the stranded characters and the idea of you have this 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 faction of people that were basically left to die by their government, like their government completely abandoned them to the locusts at the beginning of the war and then obviously went on to do the hammer strikes with the stranded were basically like, so you're telling me my own government has not only left me to defend for myself against these monsters that are coming out from underground, but now they're basically bombing us with with hammer strikes uh, and just just basically just completely just just leaving us to dust. Right. And so you could obviously tell like a really heartfelt story. I feel yeah. like from the stranded side with like what is life? What is that life like? Like to be left behind and betrayed completely by your government and. Uh, the people in power as in chairman prescott and you know the the struggles of 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 defending yourself and and, and living basically in the wasteland of of, of sarah uh, while you know you could be taken out by the locusts at any moment yeah. um so there's, there's there's so much potential there for for gears of water to, to continue to like just keep fulfilling uh different story narrative beats depending on i guess what what gears fans want to see yeah, I, look, I, there is as great as the trilogy is, and uh, like I said, I, I have, I, I would love for that to be one of the big releases uh, next year. I, I think leading up to the twentieth anniversary, they need to do, they, they need to keep people uh, engaged with Gears. Uh, like you said, uh, Gears of War one, two, and three never made their way to PC, right? Yeah. It would be amazing for this collection to make its way to PC as well, of course, to Xbox, because then you would get, listen, there are people discovering Xbox all the time. Uh, there are grown men who now have children of their own that grew up with an OG Xbox, that grew up with an Xbox 360, and now are making families of their own. It'd be pretty dope to have a Gears of War, which, which completely identifies with the Xbox 360 generation, with the Xbox Series generation and whatever they're going to do next, yeah. And uh, it again, it's it's it'd be a great, it would be a power release next year. Uh, there w there is a there will be potentially a gap because, like I said, I don't I, to me anyway. Shadows, it doesn't make sense to squander a twentieth anniversary in gears uh, in, in a franchise that defines Xbox as a brand. Yeah. To just not have something as powerful as a new Gears of War, meaning Gear Six, to close out that particular trilogy, and of course, you know they're going to be using Unreal Engine Five. It's, it's the thing is as well, it's not a trilogy now. Nah. Well, Gears, yeah, now actually, Gears Four, Five, and Six is uh, is not a trilogy. I, I, I see a lot of that that talk a lot of the time. Um, a lot of people are under the impression that. Gears 4 and 5, 6 is like the original Gears games and it's going to be a set trilogy. And obviously, if that was the case, like we would have had a completely uh, different story. I've actually yeah. got the, the quote here because uh, Rod Ferguson brought this up in 2019. He said, uh, we're trying to get out of the trilogy mindset. The word that I like to use now is saga. Just the uh -huh. idea that we don't want to limit ourselves to a beginning, middle and end, a one, two, three type deal. Oh, uh, Gears 5 is the Empire Strikes Back game, and Gear 6 has to be the Return of the Jedi. 
uh, that kind of thing. Uh, for us, it's just about where the story can take us and the, uh, what stories we can tell. Uh, this is just a continuation of the saga because the interviewer was basically saying, oh, like like Gears 5 is the second game in, in, in a three-part trilogy, right? And that was his answer. Um, also, another big thing was well was like, uh, it was the intention of, compared to the original trilogy where Gears of War 1 takes place like 14 years into fighting the Locusts, it didn't take place from Emergence Day. And so a lot of the characters and a lot of the world and a lot of the stuff that happened in the original trilogy was sort of like set in its ways because it tells the story of the final three years of the war compared to the getting to see the entire thing. And so one of the things that the Coalition wanted to do with, with bringing Gears of War into, into a new generation with a new story set into the future was they wanted to do the, basically the polar opposite and, and have us pretty much experience the emergence of the swarm which is what occurred in gears of war 4 uh, and then actually have us be able to experience the entirety of the story so that we can see how the characters the world and the, the enemies and everything just grows as time goes on uh, they said uh it's nice to have a young set of characters instead of being in their mid 40s it gives us a lot of headroom in terms of where we can go we wanted these younger characters to, so that we could transform them over time with marcus and delta squad they were set in their ways the world changed around them but they didn't really change. Now, as you see with JD going into Gears 5 and as well as Kate, their experiences can change them and transform them. That's what we want to lean into and to have that happen as we move forward. So the idea of, of not really having like major time skips. If you look at the uh, current storyline timeline for, for the Gears of War game from the beginning of Gears of War 4 to the ending of Gears 5, we haven't even experienced one year of this new swarm threat. Like it's currently looking at around eight months from the very beginning of Gears of War 4 to the ending of Gears 5. And so even in Gears 5, when you fight the Swarm at Settlement 2 with, with Lizzie and Clay and Carmine, like they sort yep. of react like, oh, these are the Swarm, right? Like they're, they're basically meeting the enemy for the very first time. So like we're still very much early, early days. And they say the Swarm is basically the evolution of the Locust. So it's, it's very possible that the Swarm War will actually go on for 10, 20, 30, maybe even 40 years. And we get to see like characters that are introduced in gears four and five in their early 20s go through this 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 evolution of war and fight for all of their 20s and all of their 30s and all of their 40s and maybe get to the to the ages that the original gears characters were at in the original games but we actually get to see their entire sort of like evolution like we're not skipping uh, any any major time frame and that's why i say like it's very interesting when people bring up the, the point that obviously get like that. I feel like a lot of people could probably possibly play Gear Six and be like, "Wait, it's not over! Like, it's still going." Yeah, no, we're, I mean, we're I'm really here for it. I, I, I don't, yeah. I don't, nobody wants to see Gears end. That's so, sure. like, so far we've had like Gears of War Four, Gears of War Ascendance, Gears Five, the Gears Five Highbuster DLC, Gears of War Bloodlines, which are a couple of book novels. These all take place within only eight months, uh, and so it's it's very very likely that that as a saga like i could possibly see it going to a gears of war 10 having like a like a 10 game sort of like saga to celebrate because I, I i do believe this well you never know with, with with where it could go like they could always spin it into the future um there's been a few uh mentions and references to to solar system and and space in gears of war dude um, now you're talking my language because i, I, I do believe this war, war could possibly be the end of every current gears awards character story so like if we do go that far like it could be so like right now in the high buster dlc on screen hoffman is 95 
the oldest character in the universe. Well, yeah, the oldest character right now in the universe. And it's like we could see like Marcus and Cole and stuff like that bad. Like they're in their like 65 sort of area. And so they could easily still be a part of a war that goes on for the next 25 years. And they could be, you know, Hoffman's age. We like we don't really know the um, age limit of, of, of humans on Sarah just because the, the planet's been at war for like 200 years. Yep. Across the pendulum wars, the locust war, and like this is the first time that there's actually been a little bit of peace, and obviously we're about to get into a new war. And so, if you just like yeah. really pay obviously a close attention to obviously the narrative that we've had so far in four and five, it's it's more of like a really slow burner. And both of those games are, are basically just setup games for where I see uh, Gear Six being like the true beginning of the Swarm War with the enemy having their their new leading queen. Like she only awakens obviously in five. And so, like, really, I see the next game actually being the beginning where some people might have been under the impression that they're going to try and end it somehow, where it's it's just not going to be the case now. That's good stuff, man. I, again, you, you, your Gears knowledge is <laughs> unbelievable. I love uh, it, man. I'm, I love, I, I, well, we definitely Obviously, the appreciate thing with make, making content is, like, I just I just researched Gears of War for, like, the last 10 years straight. And so it's just, like, as, <laughs> as, as time goes on, you just continuously build up, build up, you know? No, no, listen, that's good stuff, man. So I'm glad we were able to sit down for, you know, for, for you know, the 70 minutes or so to kind of get your get your hot takes on the Gears of War collection. Uh, now, there, there are a couple of doubters uh, in, in the chat here that, you know, uh, let me see if I can <laughs> I'm, find I'm, I'm, I'm still a little bit of a doubter just because, like, I need some physical evidence you, 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 that it's going to be a thing. You need to know. You need the evidence. You, you it totally makes sense to, yeah. obviously, bridge the gap between right now and, and and waiting for gear six like obviously you could have the idea of the, the unified gears of war collection experience bring in the original trilogy maybe they have plans for dlc support you could obviously have stuff like battle passes where you could unlock content that is yep. not in the original games and then you can use that as a way to incentive people to obviously play it for a couple of years as we then build up into 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 the release of gear six and, and yeah possibly 2026 for the uh, the 20 year anniversary obviously you got to remember as well there's the netflix stuff as well uh, yep. there's a netflix gears of war live action movie a adult themed animated series that will happen after the movie and yep. depending on the success of those uh, projects that netflix are they're, they're pretty much all in on gears of war uh, especially if those two projects do well because the film chief is actually like he's personally invested into the uh idea of obviously um creating like gears of war for the, the sort of like side silver screen because uh there's been so many attempts at a gears of war movie over the years like originally new line cinema got the rights in 2007 yep, and they never sure happened did. um their their vision was to create a movie based on emergence day with with obviously characters like marcus dom uh anya uh maria jack and then uh, we had Universal get the rights in, I think, 2016. They announced it on the Gears of War 4 Midnight like release stream. And then that never really went anywhere. And he was actually, uh, I can't remember his exact name. I think his name was maybe Scott Stuber. Uh, the film chief, current film chief at Netflix, he was a producer on that second attempt of the Gears of War movie with Universal. So like he's really like super heavily invested into obviously wanting to see the Netflix stuff be a super success. And if it, it really is, like... Mixing that, having that crowd from, you know, obviously uh, people that aren't necessarily gamers, this is the success of that combined with obviously the the, the success that could be from a, a Gears of War collection. Like it would just be an absolute mammoth going into, into what will be Gear 6. 
Yeah, I mean, look, the 20th anniversary is around the corner. We're 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 we're, we're less than 10 days away from the new year. Uh, next year is going to be a staggering year for Xbox. It is. Uh, I, I tell you, if you think that PlayStation is on their heels now, next year is going to be incredibly telling. I think you know when you look at what the platforms are doing, uh, Xbox has the wind at their sails. Nintendo's releasing a new console. Looks like Sony isn't going to have anything. And I got to tell you, if you are going to release six AAA bombs, one of them has to be the Gears of War trilogy. It yeah. has to come out. It has to be. It has to release. It has to be. And again, as we said it in the beginning, it needs to have the love and care that you saw Capcom use for uh, Resident Evil 2 and the way that you saw Square Enix and how they handled an iconic PlayStation title like uh, Final Fantasy 7. Those are two iconic pillars of gaming. And Gears of War deserves that kind of, of, of resurgence, if 100%. you will. <laughs> and I, I would love to see this trilogy do big numbers but i think i think why we're going to see it one of the reasons why it is going to happen is because we have all been asking for it microsoft is a great company and listening and the coalition they know we want a a modern graphical uh showpiece and 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 if you're selling a, a your wares to people that are not xbox gamers ie xbox game pass a Gears of War trilogy may be potentially done in, in a, a new engine and given the T, uh, the TLC that it deserves will bring new gamers to your platform that are going to stick around because not only are they going to have a Gears trilogy, they're going to have a Hellblade. They're going to have a Clockwork Revolution. They're going to have a South of Midnight. There's a lot of games coming next year. <laughs> your next year is looking stacks, man. And you know what's even better? If you're a Game Pass member, you get all of that day one. Hey. <laughs> there you go, man. Uh, I do have to quickly about. mention as well a very interesting thing as well because like as I say I've been talking about the idea of a Gears of War collection for so many years. Uh, I randomly just quote tweeted Xbox when they uh, tweeted out about the Halo collection. This is in October twenty uh, October twenty twenty. I said just imagine this, but a Gears of War Marcus Phoenix collection of the original trilogy. Damn, a Gears two and three Ultimate Edition multiplayer would be too fire. What's really interesting is um, one of the Xbox uh, marketing executives uh, for who's been with Gears of War pretty much since the beginning. And a lot of the information that I uh, relayed earlier was actually from him. You know, a couple of the ideas of obviously like the original Gears games being on PC then get canceled. Uh, he was the one who told me like there's only six of these in the world. Um, he actually replied to that tweet, say, get it trending and with a winky face. And this was obviously back in late 2020. Uh -huh. um, so Microsoft, Microsoft, even on the on the on the higher scale, like they they know people want a Gears of War collection. That they know, like it's it's been something that 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 Gears fans have been constantly, pretty much begging every single year since since 2014 when Halo got theirs. Um, so it'd be it'd be obviously you know just super sweet to to see it finally come to fruition if it, if it were to happen. 
I absolutely agree. Now, listen, folks, we have two, we have 450 people here, which is great. Uh, obviously, I'm sitting down hey. with shadows. Uh, this has been a great conversation. A lot hey. of people are digging what you're putting down. A lot as uh, let me see if I could find something. I've been, I've, uh, I've been focused on the the stream screen, so I haven't. I'm, I'm definitely. Yeah, no, no. Go people have been really, it, really you know. happy with your with your 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 incredible knowledge, and they're, and they're happy that <laughs> I, you're I'm, talking I'm about I'm a massive Gears of War fan. Like, I could probably yeah, say yeah, this yeah. as well. So oh, nice, there, uh, dude. Nice. Very, very nice. Yeah, I have the uh, Crimson Omen and the Phoenix Omen sort of like merged together. That's um, dope. <laughs> and it's like the idea of like representing the old Gears of War and the new Gears of War. Um, I love it. And what's crazy is uh, Xbox actually hooked that up for me. Um, wow, really? Obviously, uh, being a coalition partner, I've had like the amazing opportunity to pretty much like work with the coalition in terms of helping them market Gears of War. Um, pretty much since their inception, they kind of reached out to me back in 2014 when when the news broke out that that Microsoft acquired the, the IP. Uh, because back then, a lot of people had given up on Gears of War videos and making Gears of War content because of obviously what happened with with Gears of War Judgment. Um, and so they, they kind of reached out to me because I was really one of the only people making Gears of War videos at the time. But yeah, I got this tattoo because um, the day before I was supposed to fly out to the Coalition in 2019 to get uh, early access to Gears 5 just before release, Xbox UK slid in my DMs and they were like, hey, do you want to get a Gears of War tattoo? And I was like, yeah, I'm ready. And they was like, any ideas? I was like, yep. Yeah. I was like, ever since the Phoenix Omen got revealed, I was like, I want to I wanna be able to get uh, the two Omen sort of merged together because it like the original Gears of War games obviously share such a, a special place in a lot of people's hearts and for me personally, I grew up with not the, the best high school experience and, and Gears of War was sort of like there for me uh, as a kid. Like I made more friends online than I had at school and it was like yep. the idea of obviously the camaraderie between Delta Squad, like I caught, sort of like resonated with that, you know, like that 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 bond ship. And so obviously I have the, the reasons for the original games and then obviously with the, with the new Gears of War games, like doing content, it just completely changed my life, being able to pretty much travel the world and go to different gaming events and go, like I said, go to the coalition where they actually develop gears of war, like get to see all the behind the scenes and stuff like that. And so I, I pretty much was like, yeah, I have this idea. And I was like, all right, cool. We'll send it off to the uh, designer. A couple hours later, I was like, all right, it's all booked in. you got to go to London the next following day. And Holy cow, that's awesome. Dude. So I, he woke up the next day with, like, I woke up that day with zero, uh, zero intention of, of having a tattoo. I didn't have any tattoos at the time. And I always had the idea, like, I had that question in my mind, like if someone was like, "Hey, if you if you were to get a tattoo, would it be?" I'd be like, "It has to be Gears of War." And that was always my idea. So yeah, literally the following day, <laughs> great. I went and got it. Um, it was part of like a whole like marketing strategy with Lad Bible for I think it was like Gears Five Inc. where they did like multiple events across the world. Uh, I got the the outline done, and then I got the uh, the details done at like a, a, a launch event for Gears Five. But I was able to go to the coalition with a fresh gears of war tattoo and use it as a bit of brownie points at the studio. And That's like, hey, awesome, look, dude. Hey, like, yo, sign my copy of gears. Like, I got a tattoo, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, in 2019, I got a chance to meet Ferguson. Uh, yeah. he, he's, he's, very, I actually met uh, a lot of the team. Uh, it was during uh, E3, as a matter of oh, fact. Okay, yeah, uh, I, I never E3 got the pleasure to go to E3 now, and that was obviously done. Yeah, I only so, went to one, dude. That was it. E3 yeah. 2019, and they got a chance to hang out uh, with Rod, take a couple of pictures with him and the team. Uh, and, I, and that's when I, I kind of I made him laugh because I'm like, "Oh man, Gears open world." He goes, "Well, it's not really open world, <laughs> but you think you're gonna like it." So yeah, shout out to Rod well, well. Yeah, yeah, that's that's Rod. But 
Listen, bro, this has been amazing. Now, real quick, folks, before we get on out of here, there are a lot of new names, and I have to ask a favor. We are 72 subs away from 14K. Now, I, do I expect for that to happen right here, right now on the air? It would be dope if it did, but it's fine if it doesn't. Uh, if, you, if you're enjoying this conversation, I live stream Monday through Friday, five days a week. You get 20 live shows, sometimes a little bit more with, uh, than that, being I'm retired. I, I I cover all breaking news. Yes, I have three Xbox shows, but we do do multi-plat shows. Primetime Gaming, which we had last night, is a multi-plat show, as well as Breakfast with Boom. And speaking of which, folks, this is the show that you do not want to miss. Tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You know what I'm about to say, folks. It is Mrs. Boom and I were doing our sixth annual Christmas with Mr. and Mrs. Boomstick. So what does that mean? Well, you know, because I've been talking about it for a couple of months, we are giving away $1,500 worth of prizes in two hours. And that is not corporate funded. That is funded by the people, uh, by the people for the people. We take the Super Chats, we take the channel membership uh, monies, we tuck it away, and we do this big, big, really big giveaway each and every year. Last year was 1000 Mrs. Boom wanted to up the ante. So we did 1500 a twelve total of 12 prizes, folks. 10 $100 gift cards to your platform of choice, Steam, Xbox, PlayStation, or Nintendo eShop. And two people are going to walk away with a $250 gift card each for a total of $1,500. So if you want to be a part of that, you don't got to sub. No, you just got to be in the chat. Now, I would love... Your sub, to be honest. Hey, yo, with you sub up, chat. Sub yeah, up. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Shadows. Definitely appreciate that. But yeah, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Eastern, show up. There, we have a specific, a specific hashtag that is under lock and key that we're going to drop into the chat. All you got to do is while you're in the chat, put that hashtag in. You're automatically entered. The first six winners are going to be channel members because that's only fair because they support the channel year round. And the next six are going to be anyone that is in the chat. You don't have to be subbed, folks. If you just put that hashtag in, you got a shot at winning. We're going to have we have a picker that we use here on StreamYards, and it's a it's a part of the service. We just put we, we, we you know you put your 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 hashtag in, and we do the drawing. And if you win, you win. And this is this is also important. If you're outside of the U.S., folks, we will of course give you your prize. The only caveat is that we will send it to you via monies, but it has to be through PayPal because that protects Mrs. Boom and I. So even if you're outside of the United States, you still will win your prize if you are picked. And we're one of the few channels that actually do international gifting uh, because obviously we have to pay a transfer fee. And there's, if there's a, do- a denomination fee, like your your uh, your fi- uh, finances are higher than ours, we pay for that. You pay for nothing. You win. Well, you win. Shadows, brother. Great to have you here. When the Gears of War trilogy releases next year, because I know it's coming. I know it. I feel it in my bones. (laughs) I hope. I hope. hope. We'll have you back on, please. Maybe, but (laughs) it would be nice. Yeah, it would be nice. It would be awesome. So, yeah, listen, sell your brand, dude. You you don't really need my help because you're almost closing in on 94,000 subscribers (laughs) on YouTube. You got 34,000 subscribers on Twitch. But please tell people that have never heard of who Shadows is, where <laughs> they can subscribe, where they can watch you on Twitch, and more importantly, follow you on social media. 
Yeah, so all of my handles, whether it be YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, Xbox Gamer Tag, Twitter, it's uh, all right here, the SSX Shadows, uh, exactly like that. Uh, as I said at the beginning, like I'm, a, I'm a Gears of War content creator. I've been creating Gears of War content for 11 years. Absolute diehard Gears of War fan. I might have to put it out there. I might be the biggest Gears of War fan. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah, from uh, what I hear, yes, you are the biggest <laughs> Gears of War fan. <laughs> yeah, but I've been, uh, yeah, I've been creating. Uh, recently, it's been a, a focus on on Gears of War six based content, uh, whether it be uh, story theories and sort of like feedback for for the coalition in terms of my ideas and and, and concepts for for game modes and features. Um, and then uh, we're just about to finish that. I've pretty much shared a lot of my uh, ideas. We didn't really get a chance to jump into the Gear six talk because obviously we were so focused on uh, the Gears of War collection, right? Maybe we can do. A, a future episode primarily focused on on gear six if you're down but yeah uh, 100 yeah, percent. yeah you know what, why don't we why, we'll, we'll set that up in the dms because like i said yeah. I, i'd love i'd love to go ham on gear six what your expectations yeah. are for it yeah yeah because yeah we could definitely cover a whole show just purely on gear six whether it be you know story stuff law game modes features like technology unreal engine 5 you name it uh, and then just uh, as a little bit of a teaser for future uh, i'm going to be pretty much Moving on to after I just do a couple more Gear 6 Story Fury videos, uh, I'm going to be focusing on the Gears of War lore and uh, and really breaking down the entirety of the Gears of War story narrative, whether it be the games, comics, the books, collectibles, you name it. I basically want to try and create an online uh, video database for, for the Gears of War IP where if people are really interested and want to find out more about the Gears of War story lore, that they can just go to a YouTube playlist and have thousands and thousands and thousands of videos. That sounds that dope. Pretty dude. much answer every single question everybody has because, like, that's that's how much Gears of War means to me. And I, I just know there's other people out there that do enjoy the Gears of War story. And I know like, a lot of people have mainly only played the games. And as we were saying earlier, there's there's so many more layers to Gears of War, and it's it's, it's basically a, a gaming IP that is forever giving like that there, there, there would never be an opportunity to not tell another gears of war story whether it be a game book or comic and so there's there's a lot to cover and there's a lot to come uh, i do live stream daily uh gears 5 as well so if any xbox guys out there if they they want to get their hands on you know a bit of gears gameplay um i do live stream gears 5 every single day on twitch you know we're very pretty much consistent with that i think i've been live this whole year except for a week wow um so yeah we're pretty much you know diehard gears of war out here so yeah, if people want to you know everybody's welcome to join you just got to send me a message when i'm live and uh we invite everybody in and yeah if you want to get a bit of gears game time in while we wait for obviously maybe the gears collection next year at gear 6 in 2026 they can just tune into the streams and uh yeah just ask ask for an invite and get you in so uh yeah literally ssx shadows on youtube twitch twitter xbox gamer tag for all of your gears of war needs and uh, yeah, if you've never watched, you know, now would be definitely the best time to jump in because I've made all of the Gear 6 videos already and we obviously got the Gears of War lore coming up. So yeah, uh, that's pretty much it from me, man. <laughs> uh, good stuff, brother. Good stuff. Real quick, uh, someone is asking, it's non-Gears related, illegal dad. Uh, why are you illegal? I don't understand it. Welcome <laughs> to the program, brother. He says, did people really crack Insomniac's source code? I heard people are playing the alpha build on PC. Yeah, folks. Uh, yep, that's oh, right. Wolverine is playable on pc which is a nightmare scenario for sony but yeah. more importantly for insomniac uh that's not how you want your work getting put out there and uh again i don't know why this continues to happen to sony and their studios i mean just it's be better fun. man i don't know uh but listen folks 
great 75 minutes. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Hey, that flew it. by. <laughs> yeah, it did. It went super quick, Shadows. Yeah. I do want to uh, say, like, thank you so much, Falsey, invite me on. Like, this was my first ever time really being on a podcast look at that um <laughs> never never done this before you know first time obviously being able to to meet and speak to you which has just been awesome thank um, you sir I, I watch a lot of the xbox podcasts like lurking like it's I'm, I'm a gears of war guy but i really do love xbox like i absolutely love what they stand for you know the ecosystem game pass yep. like the way that they, they they think about the gamers first and obviously you know the the, the huge potential that the, the xbox platform has going forward and even if I don't really play a lot of different Xbox games, like I obviously want to see Xbox be as successful as they can, because uh, obviously it can only mean more success for, for Gears of War, which obviously can mean more success for Gears of War content creators. Uh, but yeah, again, thank you so much, Boomstick, for, for, for having me on. It's been, uh, you know, I always love talking Gears of War. Like sometimes I'm going to watch the stream back and, you know, see what people say and see how I did, because sometimes I get a little, <laughs> little bit great, excited. <laughs> I talk a bit quickly and I stutter a little bit. So hopefully it wasn't. No, you know, no, no. Bad, you do. But, Let me tell you something. Um, you knocked it out of the park. People were very. People really. <laughs> in my mind, it's like my words are going like super speed. You know. <laughs> I um, love it. That's what happens when I talk gears, man. I love it. Yeah, like I said, yeah, I'd love to. You know, come on again, and we can definitely do a whole episode dedicated to, to Gear Six. And uh, even when and if uh, if the Gears of War collection is announced next year, man, we can we can obviously talk about. Oh no, like we will have you back as well, on. As a you know? matter of fact, we will bring in tow Crispy Bomb, Mister hey, Gears. Yeah, I love to, to get better talking with Crispy, man. Yeah, you guys. You, I'm just gonna sit back, put the headset down, yeah, let, let you guys go, go ham. Yeah, let us geek out. <laughs> That's good stuff. Listen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here again. Please consider subscribing. I dropped the link in there. So if you don't want to have to go and find me on YouTube or, you know, do any detective work, super easy, folks. I'm going to drop it one more time in here. We are on the hunt 14K. And again, it's a big deal. It's a mom and pop organization. It's just my wife and myself. She does the stuff, the finances and and and, and the, all the planning for the giveaways in the background. I do the the hosting and stuff. And again, it's, it's you know, 14,000 subscribers or nearly 14,000 in six years is is, is is just incredible. We've had one heck of a ride. And of course, we're going to continue into 2024 and beyond. Of course, a thank you to all of Super Chats. And there is one I did not get to, so let me get to that. Saucy Mods drops a very generous <laughs> two. Super Chat says, Merry Christmas, boom. Everyone sub 14K, brother. That's very kind of you. Thank you for the generosity. And of course, thank you for the push. And uh, look, I'm going to close out the show, folks, with something that's incredibly important to me. Hopefully one day be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, hey, son. I can know. guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. And we'll see you next week on the newest episode of X Vlog Live. <laughs>